Season 1, Episode 87, Pete's Podcast, Bible Story Evangelism, Acts Chapter 12, Verses 1 through 25. So, Schofield's bullet points for Acts Chapter 12 are the fifth persecution of Peter, and I'm not sure if Peter got all three of these. There might Stephen might have had the fourth, I think. Anyway, um, prayer for Peter's deliverance, an angel sent because Aaron, Herod had uh, killed James, the brother of John, the son of Zebedee. James, John, Peter, James, and John. I mean, that's that, that's sad at the beginning of chapter 12. And uh, he throws Peter in jail and plans on uh, executing him. But Peter is released from prison by an angel of the Lord or the angel of the Lord. And uh, Herod leaves Jerusalem and goes to his home in Caesarea and uh, dies there not long after, so he's no threat to Peter. But uh, he had a pride problem. All right, Acts chapter 12, verse 1. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. Okay, apostles. By name, James, he executes, and Peter, he throws in prison and plans on executing him the next day. God has other ideas. But let me say, there are four kings of Herod, there are four kings of Israel named Herod. There was a Herod that executed the children under two years old because the wise men said there was a king born to Israel. And then he was, uh, Joseph was warned of an angel to take uh, Jesus and Mary to Egypt. And while he was there, he was, uh, after two years, he was also uh, told by an angel that he could return, that Herod was gone. And his son, who was named Herod, took his place. But uh, anyway, might have been the reason Joseph went back north to uh, Nazareth. He stayed, it sounds like he stayed in Jerusalem for a while, anyway, after the taxing, after the birth of Jesus. Anyway, um, verse 1. Now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John. I only know one James, brother of John. That would be James and John, the sons of Zebedee, fishermen, that uh, sons of thunder. Their mother came and said, Jesus, uh, can you put my one uh, son on your left hand and one son on your right hand when you come into your kingdom? And Jesus tells her it's not mine to give. And uh, But anyway, this is Peter, James, and John. I mean, this is, this is huge. Um, and Herod killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. I don't know if he personally did it, but uh, in verse 3, And because Herod saw it pleased the Jews, 
Herod proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were the days of the unleavened bread. So that's a Passover. Is it uh, Jesus died at a Passover? So a year later, would you could call it the second Passover? Uh, a year later, you could call it the third Passover. And I think this is the fourth Passover because G it says that that um, or Paul says to Agrippa that he spent three three years in Arabia, and I think these are the three years that he spent growing and I don't know letting. Uh, the hatred of him died down a little bit in Jerusalem, but uh, he and Barnabas start their missionary journeys at the end of chapter 12. So be because Herod saw it pleased the Jews, Herod proceeded to take Peter also. Then were there days of the unleavened bread, which is the Passover, the pilgrimage feast, which I really don't know if they're a big deal. They've lost uh, you know, thousands of Jews to Christianity and the Passover has really been replaced with, uh, for lack of a better word, the Lord's Supper. Um, I think that's what Jesus did in the Last Supper. He started a new covenant and um, there's no more animal sacrifices. Now I'm sure they went on until AD 70 when the temple was destroyed but they, uh, with, without any faith, they were they didn't mean anything to God, he says in the book of Hebrews. Anyway, verse 4. And when Herod had apprehended Peter, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quatrains of soldiers to keep him. That's 16 soldiers, four groups of four. Attending after Easter, after the Passover, which Luke is already calling Easter, to bring him forth to the people because he wants to, I don't know, have another execution. Uh, it could be three years since Christ was, was crucified at, at the Passover. And when he had apprehended Peter, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quatrains of soldiers to keep him that would be four groups of four, uh, uh, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people and kill him, like he did James, Peter, James, John. You got the you got the big three right there. Uh, the Peter that's mentioned later, and and I the Peter of the writer of the book of um, that bears his name, James, was. Uh, which I call Christianity 101. But um, anyway, uh, I, I've done uh, five podcasts on it. I did, I, or six. I did I did one introduction podcast, and then I did chapters one, two, three, four, and five. So that would be six podcasts on the book of James. But uh, anyway, this is not the James that wrote the book of James. This you know, It was James the Less. Not... James, the son of Zebedee, the, the James, the son of Alphaeus. Anyway, who was, by the way, I made a mistake before. He was the second cousin of Jesus. Oh, wait, I'm getting confused with John the Baptist. Anyway, he was, he was some kind of, we're all cousins, I guess. I thought I had it figured out. But anyway, I, th I thought it says, anyway, my bad. All right, I'll keep looking. Peter, therefore, was 
kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. In Jerusalem. So there are some, you know, the, the, the apostles have stayed there. And they take out trips. Peter has gone to uh, Caesarea, see Cornelius in the last chapter, I think. And so, got to get a cough drop here because I feel one coming on. I apologize. It's better, ha better than hacking into this microphone. Okay, Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. He's four groups of four prisoners. I mean, it's, it describes him chained between two of them and two of them standing. I mean, if you put that way, you'd only have to be on duty for six hours. You could really watch him closely. I mean, you could do your other business. The other, the, I don't know how they did it, but anyway, I mean, you could. These guys were not tired or sleepy or anything while they were on duty. If they were taking four shifts in a 24-hour period, that would, you could work that. I, I tried to work my platoon in the jungle of Panama, jungle warfare school, uh, and that was uh, breaking breaking the day up into. Uh, well, making it, you know, maybe two hours on, two hours off, something like four hours on, four hours off. So you could get some rest and you could also take care of things that needed to be taken care of, like keeping your gun clean and keeping yourself clean and that kind of stuff. Anyway, it worked and I got high ratings there. Anyway, um, in jungle school, anyway. Uh, and when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quatrains of soldiers to keep him in, in, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Peter therefore was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. Uh, what happens is pretty amazing. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> and when Herod would have brought him forth, like the next day, the same night, the night before Herod was going to bring him out to the people and kill him, as he had done James, because it pleased the people, which are a lot of the high priest family and whatever. It's a, it's a messed up place, leadership of Jerusalem. But anyway, and when Herod would have brought him forth the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers bound with two chains... And the keepers before the door kept the prison. Verse 7. And behold, the angel of the Lord. And some people argue that that sometimes is the Lord himself. An appearance of Christ. Uh, I'm not going to say that is the case here but but anyway behold the angel of the lord came upon peter and a light shined in the prison and he struck peter on the side and raised him up saying arise quickly and his chains fell off his hands so whatever this angel's got skills 
And the angel said unto Peter, Gird thyself, and bind on thy sandals. And so Peter did. And the angel said unto Peter, Cast thy garment about thee, and follow me. And he went out and followed the angel, and knew not that it was true which was done by the angel, but thought it was a vision. Uh, he thought he was dreaming, I guess, that the doors were opening uh, on their own accord, the, the chains fell off, nobody woke up. They were past the first and second ward. Again, one thing I know about prisons by having a prison ministry is there's a lot of doors to get out of a prison. To get into one, there's a lot of doors, and to get out of one, there's a lot of doors. And they were past the first and second ward. They came unto an iron gate that leadeth unto the city. So this is the, this is the outside gate of the prison, which opened to them of its own accord. And they went out and passed on through one street, and forthwith the angel departed from Peter. Got him out of prison and figured Peter was on his own, could find his own way to where these, where the saints are praying for him. And when Peter was come to himself, uh, woke up and realized he was on his own, I guess, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord hath sent his angel and hath delivered me out of the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. So I guess Peter had seen how the Jews cried for the blood of James and, and he was next. And that's not going to happen. And when Peter had considered the thing of his escape from prison, his pending death, which wasn't going to take place, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark. This is the writer of the book of Mark. This is the nephew of Barnabas, who comes in at the end of this chapter with Paul. And Paul takes off, kind of, pa Peter passes the baton to Paul, whose, whose surname was Mark. And many were gathered together praying. I do a lot of praying during hurricane season. Abba, Father, all things are possible. You take this storm from us. Nevertheless, not our will, but your will be done. I, I know there's other people that are as damaged by hurricanes as I guess I have been. But um, it was, it was, I was out of my house for a year and a half before we could get it repaired. I mean, it was just really bad. There's not a lot of workers. I mean, anyway, it, and we had a crooked contractor. But we got it done. Verse 13. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, the damsel came to listen, named Rhoda. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a, a damsel came to hearken, named Rhoda. And when she knew Peter's voice, so I guess Peter was saying, hey, let me in. Let me in. And uh, she opened not the gate for gladness, but ran and told the others how Peter stood before the gate. And the others said unto her, Thou art mad. But she constantly affirmed, It was even so. 
Then said they, it is his angel. Uh, he's been killed by like James and he's come back from the dead. I think is what they're saying. But Peter continued. I think they'd pretty much given up on Peter. So these were not real uh, powerful prayers of faith. But again, Father, I believe, help thou my unbelief. Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. Um, said the man who lost his child or was was uh, losing his child. But Peter continued knocking and when they had opened the door they saw him and they were astonished that he was alive. And he beckoning unto them with his hand to hold their peace. Uh, in our culture, we would put our index finger over our lips if we wanted people to be quiet. Maybe he's still shook. I mean, he was pretty close to being killed. And uh, he doesn't want a lot of noise. I don't know how far away the prison is. But anyway, brought him. Okay. And, and he beckoning unto them with the hand to hold their peace declared unto them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. He got me up. The chains fell off my hands. He opened, The doors opened automatically in front of us. Uh, the angel took off, and I walked over here, and then I knocked on the door, and I said, let me in, and Rhoda wouldn't let me in, but finally you guys let me in, and that's what happened. And he said, God... No, I'm sorry. Okay, wait, let me... Verse 17... And he beckoned unto them with his hand to hold their peace and declared unto them how the Lord had brought him out of the prison. And he said, Go show these things unto James. James is already dead, right? No, this is James the less. James the younger. He had different names. Junior. James uh, the son of Alphaeus, the writer of the book of James. The leader of the church in Jerusalem. And to the brethren, go show these things unto James and to the brethren. And Peter departed and went into another place. Now as soon as it was day, there was no small stir among the soldiers what was become of Peter. Uh, you know, the two guys that were chained to him or slept on either side of him. And he was bound with chains, so I don't think he was going anywhere. They wake up and he's not there. The chains are there, but he's not there. The keeper of the gate, gates, no, I guess they fell asleep. Um, anyway, they're, they're concerned. And I think with good reason. Because Herod, Herod, who doesn't seem like a very nice guy, is going to examine them. At least that's the, the word used here in, in this Bible that I'm using, the King James Bible. But uh, verse 19, well, let me read 18 again. Now, as soon as it was day, there was no small stir among the soldiers what was become of Peter. And when Herod had sought for Peter and found him not, he examined the keepers and commanded that they should be put to death. And went down from Judea to Caesarea and there abode. Well, the last thing he said in Jerusalem was make sure these 16 
soldiers are dead. Um, that probably happened. And he went down. You always go down from Jerusalem. Caesarea is on the coast. So it could be thousands of feet down uh, in their abode. But he, he's, uh, he's a politician as well as, well, he's a king. He's not the high priest. He's the king. And uh, this could have been the Herod that was uh, Herod when Christ was taken. John kind of skipped Herod when we went over John right before we went to Acts. But the other Gospels talk about Herod. Anyway, um, and he went down. Well, let me read 19 again. And when Herod sought him and found him not, he examined the keepers and commanded that they should put should be put to death. You know, it wasn't like the the ones that, um, you know, that were supposed to watch the tomb and, and somehow got a reprieve. I'm not, I don't think these guys did. And he went down from Judea to Caesarea and abode there. And we've only got like six more verses, but you're going to find out what kind of person Herod is in these next six verses. Verse 20 and Herod was highly displeased with them of Tyre and Sidon. That's on the coast. That's north of Caesarea. And that's pretty much Gentile country up there. And uh, he's, he's a politician more than a high priest kind of guy. Herod was highly displeased with them of Tyre and Sidon. But they came with one accord to Herod. And having made Blastus, the king's chamberlain, their friend, desired peace because their country was nourished by the king's country. So these are small countries of Tyre and Sidon. Um, uh, anyway, um, desire peace because their country was nourished by Herod's country. And I guess, I don't know, with the death of Christ and... Uh, I don't know. I, I guess Herod got some standing out of this or something. I don't know. I never thought of the New Testament um, Jerusalem being very powerful. But they can obviously kill people now. So they're gaining some independence from Rome. Verse 21. And upon a set day, Herod arrayed in royal apparel sat upon his throne and made an oration unto them. And the people gave a shout, saying, It is the voice of a God and not of a man. Verse 22. Verse 23. And immediately the angel of the Lord smote him or killed him. He dropped dead immediately. Because he gave not God the glory and he was eaten of worms and gave up the ghost. I, I kind of, sorry, but I, I kind of hope he gave up the ghost and then was eaten of worms, but uh, maybe simultaneously, I don't know. Giving up the ghost means to die. Uh, is the body without the spirit is dead. So that's just a spirit. And we're a trinity, and I'm still trying to understand the resurrection of the dead, but I think it has something to do with getting a new body, but you're still, you know, Jesus was 100% Jesus, in paradise, preaching to the captivities, uh, prisoners in captivity, and leading them to God after after three days, and three nights in the heart of the earth, and getting his new body. And I think uh, 
that uh, as he rose from the dead, uh, there was also a lot of people who rose from the dead too. Maybe maybe people as far back as Adam uh, left paradise, Abraham's bosom. But maybe there was another resurrection that I'm not aware of. But I'm still working on resurrection of the dead. But but it sounds like you're separated from your body when you're dead. Well, you are separated as the body without the spirit is dead. So. Not like he was waiting in a tomb to resurrect, but anyway, we'll we'll move. I don't have answers for everything. I have questions though, and that's a good way to get answers is to have questions. All right, um, verse twenty-four. And the word of God grew and multiplied. Wow, this is perfect time for Paul to come on the scene. And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled their ministry, which could have been his three years in Arabia, in the wilderness, with Christ and in a school of, of somebody it talks about. I think Paul talks about it when he gives his history later on in Acts, which we'll cover. And took with him John, whose surname was Mark, which is Barnabas's nephew. And we talked about that in the book of John, where Mark gets scared along the coastline and doesn't go with them to Antioch and and then uh, Paul and Barnabas separate after that missionary journey and Saul goes with uh, Silas and Barnabas goes with John Mark and then Paul later says you know to Barnabas bring Mark he is useful to me and he wrote the gospel of Mark so he was useful to God too which I think the next three books we're going to study are Matthew, Mark, Luke, after we finish the 28 chapters of Acts. Okay, I'm going to say adios, which is to God, and I'm going to say vaya con Dios, go with God.